I say this every week, but I truly am excited for every guest I have. And this week, we have a very close friend of mine. Hi, welcome back to DreamSpace. I'm your host, Kira. And today, I have on someone who I possibly spent more time with than my family. Let's be honest, we spend a lot of time together. We dance together every day. It's the lovely Hannah. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing really well. Thank you. We're both pretty excited because we have a common interest, a common passion in Zoella, Zoisa. We we love her. Yes. And she just yeah. announced she's pregnant. We're very excited about that, aren't we? Yes, I'm very excited. I've told everyone I know <laughs> about Zoella. I like go to my parents. I'm like, guess what? Guess what? They're like, oh. <laughs> Okay, great. Yeah, they're like, I don't know who Suella is, but okay. (laughs) I just wanted to bring that up because I just love that that's something that we share. And alongside that, we share a massive thing in common, and that is dance. Before we get into that, though, a little bit, I kind of just want to give a chance for the listeners to get to know you. So do you want to share a little bit about yourself, where where you're originally from, what brought you to Victoria? Yeah, just give us a little introduction into Hannah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm originally from Nanaimo, which is just on Vancouver Island as well. Um, and then I moved to Victoria to come pursue dance at the bridge program. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. I love it. So what originally got you into dance? How old were you when you started dancing and kind of what, how did you fall in love with dance? Or was it like a slow pro like progression? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was, I think I was three when I started. Mm-hmm. And originally, my mom just put me in dance because she wanted me to walk taller and to just have a natural sense of like poise and elegance. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she was a basketball player. So she was always like a super kind of tomboy and really she just wanted to be able to have a daughter who like was very elegant the complete opposite (laughs) almost yeah yeah yeah, exactly so that's why I started dancing but it was like you know rec classes at Mm -hmm. just the local place yeah um but I think I always loved ballet I loved the music like the classical music I love listening to Um, and I never really took ballet super seriously. Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. I was going to say, I think one thing now is kind of, or what's different for everyone is like, did you rush into doing like 24 hours a week or was it just kind of, did it start off doing it once, two times a week? Like, I know I was like that, like I didn't take ballet super seriously for quite a long time like I had other activities I was doing on the side and so Mm -hmm. for yourself like you're saying you can continue explaining but it was something that you're just kind of doing for fun for the majority of your childhood yeah I like I did everything like you did also Mm -hmm. I did gymnastics I did softball I did soccer I did I even did football because my brothers were into it so I I joined in I did track and field, I did swimming. So I was really like, just all over. And 
I really didn't get serious until I was in grade nine. Um, mm-hmm. That's when my friends started quitting dance and doing other things. And that was like a really tough year to get through because I didn't have any friends in dance. And I think that's when I was like, I really had to keep pushing and just mm-hmm. when I came out, I was like, I love ballet and I think that this is the career I need to be in. Mm-hmm. And so then I think that's where I got like just the resiliency to keep going mm-hmm. and make it more of a passion instead mm-hmm. of just like a hobby. So, yeah. I agree. I think ballet is a very personal thing. I I kind of experienced a similar thing. Grade nine, like high school, like people, you know, slowly you watch your friends yeah drop out of dance and kind of suddenly you're the one left and you're like okay this must mean something (laughs) if I'm still here yeah Um, exactly so I don't know like I kind of resonate with yeah what you said like it does kind of become this little special thing for yourself and I think if you are able to I mean ballet's a little bit of a love-hate relationship and we Mm -hmm. can get into that but I think the fact that you were kind of able to realize and walk away and be like yeah you know this is what I love I love that. That's so nice. Yeah. And I, I remember when I was younger, I used to tell my mom, I was like, I'm not going to grow up past six years old unless I can become an artist. And then I turned seven and I'd say the same thing. But now to look back on it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am an artist now. You <laughs> are. You are. And so. you're a very, very talented artist and dancer. And oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. So fast forward from grade nine, you're in your grade mm-hmm. 12 year, mm-hmm. grade 12, kind of, it's a scary year because decisions need to be made. Um, nothing's final, but you know, decisions are being made. And that's kind of for us, it was dance or university. Mm-hmm. Um, and was that a tough decision or was it kind of, no, I want to, I want to do dance? Yeah, it was a tough decision actually, because I growing up I was always really I loved school I loved learning and I loved I mean this is gonna sound bad but I loved getting an A I loved no that doesn't sound bad yes I got an A (laughs) but yeah and I all my teachers they were like oh you're gonna become a lawyer or you're gonna go to university and become some something and I thought that that was like when you made it in life is like once you graduated university and you could be like, oh, I'm a lawyer. And it sounds good in theory, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, it just was, I was like, I don't think this chapter of my life is over this dance chapter. I don't think it's, I don't think it's done yet. You're not ready to say goodbye. Yeah, no, I wasn't ready and I'm still not. And I think because I wanted to go into environmental law and law because I wanted to change. I wanted to make change. And you wanted to have like an impact. And yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I feel like dancers aren't taken seriously for that. But I think that we can have a bigger impact than a lawyer could or do you know what I mean yeah 
No, I think it's funny that you actually, and so special that you're saying that because um, kind of a little sidetrack, a little side story. I got my, my ears pierced yesterday. And the reason why I bring this up is because the person that who pierced my ear, he, he asked me, he was like, oh, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm, you know, training to hopefully become a professional dancer. And he goes, and keep in mind, this guy's like covered in tattoos, like not someone you think would be into dance. He goes, oh, every year I have to see the Nutcracker yeah and I looked at him and I was like and again like you can think of making an impact and having a change at such a bigger level than just going to see them like the Nutcracker every year but I just thought that was so interesting that something that you would felt the need to do was to go see the Nutcracker every year and he said to me he's like I'm just amazed by you know how captivating it is and like my favorite piece is the rush like I love the Russians and the big jumps and like hearing someone who looks or not even look, there's just like hearing someone who I've never met before talk so passionately about something that I'm working on. It was so cool. And so to kind of connect back to what you're saying about the changes, I think dancers, yeah, they have an amazing opportunity mm-hmm. to have an impact on people's lives. Yeah. I mean, I still get people coming up to me like I did. The last solo I did was like two or three years ago, like a long time mm-hmm. ago. But I still get people coming up to me and being like, I remember watching you on stage and you just changed my day. And that's such a special thing that we get to do is just be like, just listening to the people talk about how they took your piece is so, it's so beautiful. I don't know. It's really special. It is a very special mm-hmm. and I love that. Would you say that's one of your like favorite things about dance is that part? The kind of yeah. having an impact on people and leaving yeah. an impression? Yeah, that's that is probably one of my favorite parts. I mean, like I have a lot of family in um, the UK like you do. Yes. And they don't get to ever see me dance and so I send them little snippets of my improv or whatever. And it's just so nice to be able to connect to them in that way. Like, cause I could never talk to them the same way I could express in a dance or something. Mm-hmm. It's just so different. And I think it's so cool. I love it. I love it. I want to skip ahead. I don't normally jump into this so soon, but I like kind of where this is going. And I just want to talk kind of a little bit about where you want to go with your dance. So we've talked to, you know, kind of why you love it. And you just mentioned the UK is going over to the UK, to Europe. Um, Is that something I know we've talked about it and you don't have to share too much because I know sometimes people don't like sharing a little too much about what they want to do. But is there kind of a little dream inside that you get to dance in a contemporary company, a ballet company. I mean, you could do both. You could, you could do both. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would love to go to Europe. I think that the culture is so, it's just so different. And I think that, yeah, they appreciate it. They appreciate the art. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, appreciate yeah. it on a whole other level. And it's like, when, when you say you're a dancer, it's not like, oh, so what do you do for real? (laughs) It's like, oh, okay, you're a dancer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really cool. And yeah, I would love to go to Europe and dance. Um, 
honestly, I'd love to go anywhere and dance. <laughs> just Yeah, no, that's kind of, I feel like as you get older, that's kind of what the answer becomes because you just yeah. you do realize how hard the like industry and the community, like it's kind of just, I'll just be happy to dance somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I would love to become a choreographer later on in my career. I think that's definitely a path I'd like to go on to, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. You're definitely a little mini crystal pipe. I gotta <laughs> say, no, like, honestly, like, for the people listening, you, you'll see this girl, like, blossom, and I'm giving you all these compliments because you deserve them, but I think the choreography part to you especially is so cool because I'm so like I don't know like I I don't necessarily like struggle with choreography but it's not something that I'm as passionate about as like the dancing itself I guess a little bit like I don't Mm -hmm. obviously I'll see where life takes me and if I end up doing a little bit of choreographing that happens but I think that's really cool that that's something that you'd want to continue on is that did you get into choreographing during your time like at the bridge program or is that something that you've done a while or what fell yeah what how did you fall in love with that kind of side of dance I don't know I think that I've I've always loved to create anything and everything and growing up I did like every kind of craft that you could ever imagine like I made pot holders and I made (laughs) bracelets Mm -hmm. and I made whatever I could make um and my apartment's full of my paintings And I just love creating and just figuring out like, oh, this looks terrible. And then trying to figure out like the process. Yeah. Yeah. I like the developing it and the the just imagining of everything. And I'm like the type of person who daydreams like daily. Like I'll have an hour and a half just set aside for my daydreaming. No, I feel (laughs) you. I did that this morning actually. I was like lying in bed and I was like 20, like a solid 20 minutes passed. And I was like, whoa. And I was just like staring off to my window thinking about uh, this. Yeah, life. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think that all comes together and is why I like to create choreography is because it's, I'm not necessarily like making choreography. I'm just like creating an idea. And mm-hmm. I think I like that about it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So, wow, that was very well said. I kind of, <laughs> I want to take a little, a little turn. Um, staying, talking about dance still, but going back to kind of being in high school a little bit and just growing up as a dancer, I want to talk about what it was like. And if you experienced being, and I'm going to put this in little air quotations, but people listening can't necessarily see this, but what was it like growing up being known as the dancer? There's kind of this, I don't know, dancers have an identity a little bit when you say, you know, Oh, I'm a dancer. People kind of have these assumptions. I feel like automatically of what that means or what that is. I definitely experienced when I was in high school, this kind of oh she's the dancer did you did you experience that a little bit or not really because you kept other things going alongside your dance it's kind of hard because a lot of the dancers went to my school also and so but they were the ones who went away when they were like 12 years old 
I never left home mm-hmm. to go dance. And I think for me, it was always like, I'm not a dancer because I didn't experience it like how they experienced it. And so, so it's a very yeah. different like area, like state of mind that I was in rather than how they were brought up. But when I did get serious about ballet and dance, I did become the dancer, but um, I don't really, I don't think that people knew me as the dancer because I was just not at school very often because I was dancing so much. So kept it quite, yeah, 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 I didn't really have that experience, but I definitely felt mm-hmm. my ident- identity was like very close to what like a ballerina. I was just the ballerina, mm-hmm. but yeah. Like you mentioned that you were kind of didn't spend a lot of time at school because you were dancing. One thing that I've noticed, and I guess maybe you can relate to this or not, but the contrast of what people think is normal and the normality between like a high school student and a dancer I've experienced and I'll explain myself a little bit excuse this little Mm. mini rant I'm gonna go on for a second but um when when I started the when we when we do the bridge program when I started the bridge program I I found this kind of weird sense of oh my god like this is a new normal because high school I guess I don't know I don't know how to say this because I think there's tons of hard workers mm-hmm. in high school. There's they're surrounded by them. But when you walk into VAB, especially in the morning, especially around when all of our bridges are working hard, there's a di- it's a completely different environment to a high school classroom. Like we are all like we're surrounded by some of the most driven and hardworking people, I think. And that was highlighted for me especially these past few months because I wasn't surrounded by high school students Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like I didn't have that contrast I'm now experiencing this one kind of hardworking. everyone knows what they want to do driven kind of mentality and I'm just wondering like when you came to VAB did you notice that did you kind of feel like well like I'm surrounded by this one type of normality and do you do you miss any aspect of kind of high school or that kind of I don't know. I just find they're so contrasting and I hope I explained myself well enough because I'm not sure if I did, but. No. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. When I came to bridge, I was just like, I felt like I belonged. Mm-hmm. Like I remember at my old dance school and in high school, it was almost like hard work was weird. Mm-hmm. Like it, if you were working super hard, people almost looked at, yeah, people almost like looked at you as like, why are you working so hard? Like you have an 80%, that's good enough. But I was always like, no, I need more. So I, when I came to bridge, I was like, okay, this is what, this is what the real world is like. Like you can put in work and the harder you work, the more gratifying it feels and the more that you get out of it and people notice that and 
And I think that's very special. And that's definitely what the bridge program has instilled is that hard work gets you places. You have to have that. So, yeah. I'm a massive believer in the whole kind of hard work. I don't know. I don't want to say beats talent, but I think if you work hard, that can, it can get you anywhere. Like talent can get you to some places a hundred percent, but hard work truly can get you anywhere. And and I think another thing just to talk about your kind of the comment you made about the 80% and you can always be 100% and um, something that I think a lot of ballerinas can definitely relate to and the other side of it is that kind of sense of perfectionism and yes we've talked, we've about, talked this. about this and obviously this is something that I think is really interesting because again I think just being surrounded by all you guys like do you ever feel like sometimes you're almost like not working hard enough because you're surrounded by so many people that are working hard? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. I feel like, like almost you don't deserve to be there because there's so many amazing Mm -hmm. people and like, you're just like, I don't know if I'm working hard enough. I don't know if I'm doing enough and I think that's when your perfectionism is telling you. No, exactly. Because I don't know, I had this realization and it was like, how are you supposed to feel like you're working hard when you're just surrounded by like people that are always working hard? But you're right. That is kind of the perfectionism voice. Like it feels like we're never going to feel like we're working hard. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did, I wrote like a little note (laughs) that perfectionism and and ballet is always about like achieving the next thing Mm -hmm. and that feeling can be very gratifying but also very addictive almost because you're like you get you feel good you're like yeah I accomplished that and then you're like okay next step and then next step and then then it can just keep going until it just is so overwhelming and then that's when your perfectionism has just gone beyond Mm -hmm. what you are doing so yeah and so do you find that kind of perfectionism part in dance I mean you kind of just touched on it but what are the positives and negatives to it like you kind of have to be a perfectionist a little bit to be in the dance world I think it would be really hard to to stay motivated and to keep going and to be good at it if you didn't have a little bit of perfectionism is there yeah do you do you see both do you see both sides of it and yeah I definitely see both sides I I think that it's like in ballet it's a fine line yeah it makes you very humble and very grateful for the work that you can put in and I think you need to remember that that you are putting in the work and that you know you have to give yourself some credit and say okay you did good (laughs) keep going (laughs) but yeah the perfectionism can go the other way and you can get into the mindset of just not being enough and not feeling like you're doing enough or you're not focused enough or stuff like that but yeah it's definitely like give and take and you have to figure out 
the balance of it, which is hard. It's hard. I struggle with that daily. <laughs> I, I, str- I struggle with it as well. And I think anyone, anyone from VAB listening to this, I mean, I think can, we can all say that every day we're always reassuring each other that like, no, you're doing good. You're working hard or, you know, like, well done, good job, which is something I love because I think we all need that. Like, cause I feel like we're all quite overthinkers mm-hmm. as well yeah. a little bit. Like we get into our heads a little bit. And I think just remembering why you love dance in the first place, like almost like coming out of that kind of, oh my God, like perfectionism, overthinking and the stress of it. And just being like, no, like, I just love to dance or I just, you know, like you said, like love to leave an impression on people or, you know, tell a story, whatever it is. Like, that's why you started. So I think it's important to never forget that. And watching the little bit of dance I'm watching and stuff, like I'm even like, oh, I miss just like the beginning of a class. Do you know what I mean? Like there's so many little things to dance. That's what keeps like us grounded. And I think sometimes we forget about it or we lose track of those little things because we're stressed about the counts of a dance or, you know, whether we got that turn or not. Like, are there little things that keep you grounded and remind you why you love to dance? There's so probably much. Many. I was going to say, there's probably a long, long list. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I don't know if I said this earlier, but I love every part of that leg dance. I love the work. I love the show. I love the mm-hmm. after the show. I love the being on stage. I love just watching other people dance. And I love, I love watching people watch dance. I love that. I love watching people watch dance as well. It's something so special. And I don't know, it's so cool to see. But yeah, I love every part of it. I love even the bad parts where you're like, okay, that was the worst exercise I've ever done. Mm -hmm. I love that because I think there's something so vulnerable about dance and that being bad at it for bad, that's in quotations because I don't think anyone is bad, (laughs) but just like the exploration of how can I make this work? How can I make this better is so, so grounding and I just love it. I love love how much you love it. And I know I completely understand what you're saying. And I think whether you're a dancer or not, I think people can relate to that kind of like, whether it's towards a sport, like that passion and that feeling of love, like towards anything, it's so special. And I think it's what you're so lucky to have it, I think, because I think I, Mm -hmm. there's people that don't really have like a passion or something that they can put energy towards and I think it's very very cool and special that you and I and so and the people we spend all of our day our days with like have that that special little connection with something I love it yeah it's very inspiring also Mm -hmm. it is very inspiring you're very inspiring everyone everyone's very inspiring (laughs) but um I will kind of want to, if you don't mind, if there's anything else you want to talk about with dance or is there any other little comments you want to make? I think about back to the identity thing. Yes, is yeah, yeah. 
one thing for me also goes with the perfectionism is that like I thought like I was trained to think that you have to be technically perfect before you become an artist Mm -hmm. and I think now thinking about that I was like oh my gosh like my artistry was kind of trained out of me Mm -hmm. and I think that's when the perfectionism started coming in and because I started to like doubt my own abilities and doubt how to move Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. because I was so focused on being technically correct and I think that when I came to VAB it really opened my eyes to like understanding who I was as a as a human and as an artist so yeah I think that's really beautiful I think that's a really important point just how important the artist part is of dance because I think, I mean, I was kind of the same, like I think for a while, like, especially when you're younger, and I don't know if you experienced this, but you spend a lot of time working, you know, on your dance exams, you know, your little ballet exams. And yes. And though I was in RAD, which is definitely a lot more kind of artsy and artistic than some other syllabuses, there is still this kind of technique is kind of your main focus, which obviously, obviously, that is important. But the artist is what kind of it's what's going to get you a job it's what people want to see it's what people love about dance like if you talk to someone who off the street they're not going to be like oh I loved how she pointed her foot you know what I mean like they do not (laughs) care like about that sort of stuff and like I know I'm saying this to you like you know this like um like it is it's dance is an art form and so you have to be an artist and you have to yeah that's almost a bigger part to it than the like than the technique Mm -hmm. I was also trained RED and I think that one thing that they like tell us Mm -hmm. is like we were like do the exercise technically correct and then a month before the exam would happen they'd be like okay now perform and like oh my god what's that like just a smile yes like they're just like smile more and I was like is that all artistry is like Mm -hmm. that's actually what I thought Mm -hmm. that being a dancer was is just Mm -hmm. (laughs) smiling on stage but yeah now I know there's there's so much more there's so many levels and like one thing that I struggle with like extremely is like the musicality part and the coordination of like like oh god and I don't know I mean, like, I don't mind saying this because this was so long ago, but like, and I think I maybe have shared this with you before or not, but for modern, I don't know if you, if you ever did modern exams, but I did these like ISCD modern exams and I failed the rhythm section. Like I, I'm pretty sure I got four out of 10 on the rhythm. Like that is how bad I am <laughs> at rhythm. But, and the reason why I bring this up is to just talk about the artistry is kind of, there's so many levels to it. It's the musicality and it's the being able to relate to the music and, and that's something that I'm working on, but I just like, yeah, no, I agree. Artistry is not just the smile on top. There's so many mm-hmm. levels to it. Yeah. It's like in the great British bake off, like oh. it's not just the icing on the top of the cake. It's no. the middle bit and mm-hmm. the, 
it's everything around nice center side it's how it's prepared it's the transition you know like it's all it's <laughs> yeah. everything I love it no I think it's a very good point it's a very good point I want to end off this little this little episode which I'm loving so much talking mm-hmm. kind of about another side of you mm-hmm. and it's your I'm going to say lifestyle, but I want to give you the chance to kind of talk about it. It's kind of your, you wake up early and you love your yoga and your nutrition and your, I'm just really curious about what got you into that, all this. Was your mom like this or was this something that you kind of found more recently? Um, just, I don't know. I'm thinking about this. Yeah, no, you think. I always woke up early. My dad wakes up early also. And I always remember because he, his job starts at 530. And he has to call all of his guys. And I remember when I was younger, I would always sneak down to my dad's office and just sit with him on his like early mornings. And we would be the only ones awake. And we just talk and it was always so special the morning. So I feel like that's probably why I wake up in the morning so early. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love yoga. I think because it's just like, well, actually I'll tell you the real, I hated yoga. I was like, what is this? I'm not even working out. Like there's no sweat coming from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this is such a waste of time. But I am the type of person who's like, so go, 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 go. But it's so nice to just like move, but still have some quiet and some like time for rest, but without being sitting still. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, I understand. Um, Yeah. And then the nutrition part. I think that just like when I started to learn about how our, like what our bodies do for us and just like we, we're amazing. Humans are amazing. You grew an appreciation. I, I lo- Yeah. 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 And then you start like realizing that your body isn't just the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just oh it's an aesthetic I'll say Mm -hmm. it's it's more of like of the way of living Mm -hmm. and I think then I started to appreciate more of myself Mm -hmm. and so yeah I think that I would suggest everyone learn about your body yes no I think that's a very good point I think it's a very important point to make because I think as dancers and athletes we tend to care a little bit more about kind of our bodies in general because they're just so important to what we do um so I think it's a Mm -hmm. very important point to make that it's just take time to get to know yourself I have one more final little question and you can take as long as you need to answer this question it's a big it's it's kind of a big one but not really um I ask all my guests this question and it's what do you want to be remembered for And it can be as simple as I just want to be remembered for being kind, or maybe it's the best dancer in the whole entire world. 
Um, but yeah, what does Hannah want to be remembered for? I love this question. This is like mm-hmm. when I listen to your podcast, I like wait for this question because I oh, think I it's so it. fascinating. Um, yeah, let me think. I think that I want to, I want to make a change and I, I'm super into like all humans rights. Like I love learning about like animal welfare, human welfare, the environment. I just love all of Mm -hmm. those aspects of being part of something and I hope that I am remembered as somebody who made a positive impact and who inspires others to be kind and to be just yeah good people and I want people to remember me as somebody that they can look up to and be inspired to yeah just be kind and nice that's what I think I love that answer and I think you're definitely going to be remembered for that I have no doubts about that at all thank you thank you so much Hannah for being on the podcast I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you listening enjoyed it as well and got something out of our little conversation whether you're a dancer or not um, I'll be back next Monday, but thank you so much. Thank Hannah. you so thank much, you. Kira, for having me. It was so wonderful. I loved it. Oh. Bye. Bye.